What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, football's upon us. We had a preseason game, and uh, yeah, look, it's preseason, but they, they do have a scoreboard, and it's up there, and they keep track, and I'm a little excited that we came away with a win. Lots of positives, some negatives, but overall, uh, Giants football is back, and, and we'll dive into the... Uh, you know, the, the victory over the Pats and, and as well as everything going on in training camp since we last spoke last week, buddy. Yeah, well, look, Brian, da- Brian Dable says, you know, if they're going to keep scoring, and you look to win the game. There it is. And that's what they did last night. Yep. Um, so hey, it's, always, it's always better to win, you know, for the mindset of the team and the new coaching staff and all that to come out of there with a win. And I think you saw it last night. You know, you know Dable was happy. You know, guys were happy. You know, it's better than losing, put it that way. Now, we all know it means nothing. Yeah. Uh, but it's better than losing. Um, and that's what you want. You want to get that winning mentality. Look, the Baltimore Ravens, I saw something last night. Um, the Baltimore Ravens haven't lost a preseason game in about six years or something. Or five. I, I, could not, yeah. I could not believe that statistic. Yeah. I was shocked when I saw this out on Twitter. Uh, you know, and the point being is that, you know, you always want to get that winning mentality. And, of course, this means crap for September. We all know that. But... Uh, they've been a pretty good organization over the years, the Ravens, and uh, they they take winning preseason games, you know, a little serious. They like to win all their preseason games, and and that's why you saw Dable. He was, you know, he was pretty excited. You know, you want to win. They, yeah. they went down the field and kicked that winning field goal, and uh, and we'll get into uh, what we saw. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, one of the one of the things Big Blue VCR keeps putting out games from the '80s, and you see like LT Carson Banks, like like playing goal line like it's like it's November, right? And, <laughs> you know, and, and Parcells, I think, made the joke. I think it was to Tony Dungy when he was uh, an assistant with the Steelers. He said, see that up there? That's a scoreboard. I think it was to Dungy. Right. And you know, it's like the mentality, like, that's kind of how you should treat it. Like, yeah, it's, it's meaningless in that it, you know, it doesn't count towards regular season, but you want to get a win. You want to feel good. And look, man, I, 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 this morning, even I woke up, I'm like, hey, we, we won a game, you know, and it's, it just feels good. It's good for the organization, good for the team, good for the young guys. So, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. You saw them in the locker room after the game. Um, yep. You know, everybody was happy. And look, obviously, you're not gonna, you know, the last drive, you're not gonna put your ones back out there. Oh, we really want to win this, you know. Right, but right. The, you know, but you do want to win. And uh, Davis Webb, you know, let him down the field there to get that. And you know, one of the key plays was to the rookie, uh, the undrafted free agent uh, Allen, the tight end, and. Sandro sets him up with a couple Sandro of runs. Platz Gummer, Platz Gummer. You know everybody's everybody loves Sandro. You know uh, everybody loves Sandro, and he uh, yeah. Dable called him into the into the huddle at the in the locker room after the game. Uh, he gets a couple of nice runs, and Gano finishes it off. So yeah, it was nice. Uh, uh, Belichick basically went with his twos to start off the game, but we all know his his starting uh, offense didn't play. He had a couple of guys on D that that. Uh, going to be with the ones but basically he went with his twos on D like Bill likes it though he he likes it he likes the uh, joint scrimmages more than the preseason games he's yeah. got a couple of them coming up yeah so uh so I guess you can get into it the Giants start off with their ones um and they go down a field with Daniel pretty much so Daniel keeps the drive alive with his legs yep and then they should have came out with seven you know he mm. does that little looks like they clear out they clear out Wandell and golly does a little in and uh, and he drops the ball. Daniel throws it right there, and Godley runs a little bit of a lazy route. And then he drops a ball where he could have scored on maybe. If not, that would have been, you know, on the one or something like that. Yeah. So that can happen. So they wind up getting, a, you know, wind up coming away with a field goal there instead of the touchdown. And I know a lot of people all alarmed. Oh, my God, you got to score a touchdown against the two as well. They didn't. But they did move the ball at times. And, um, I, I thought Daniel... Had a couple of good, you know. I thought he looked decisive. Yeah, I thought he used his legs when he had her. Um, I like we, I like the zip on the ball. 
And I thought he made some good decisions, you know. And like I said, Jerry, you know, he really could, should have came away with seven on that first drive, but golly, with the drop there, so. Yeah, and, and if you saw, I think it was Colin Johnson ran inside the same route, inside of Galladay, actually, um, more towards, like, the middle of the field. I actually thought he was going to go to, to Johnson. That's why I had my eyes on him through to Galladay. Um, I think he it, might even have Saquon in that one, too. Yeah, Chris, I mean, look, let's let's get to what people want to talk about. Colin Johnson last night looked pretty good. Uh, he had a fumble, but he looked good. To me, he looked... He looked like Kenny Galladay's supposed to look. Um, I, am I am I a buffoon? Am I making too much of this because it's preseason? But mm. look, man, I'll never forget that, that Atlanta game when Colin Johnson was featured after just being picked up last year. I'm at the game with Giants Carb Crush, and everyone's like, who's 15? I'm like, I don't even know, guys. I have no idea who 15 is. I didn't know Colin Johnson then. And it seemed like they were throwing the ball a lot to him. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it's a year later. But is am I making too much? Is it just a preseason game? Yeah, because Colin Johnson's got a resume in this league, you know. So and you know, even last year when he you know he had a pretty decent game, now then he kind of faded, you know. And, um, he, look, it's a guy they're looking at hard, and he's got it's a guy who's had a pretty good training camp, no question about it. And he played, you know, except for that fumble last night, which was looked like it was kind of a. I don't know if the guy kind of punched it out on him, whatever, but it can't happen, especially in plus territory. He had a fumble. Other than that, he did a lot of good things, and he's been doing that in training camp, Jerry. He's had a yeah. very good camp. Now, let me he's, let me rephrase my question, though. It's not as much about Colin Johnson as it is about Kenny Galladay, Chris. Is it – am I making too much that Colin Johnson, to me, looked better than Kenny Galladay? No, you're right not here? making too much because he has looked better than Galladay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now, in game speed, that could be a different stuff. But, look, Galladay is Galladay. You know, he's not going to get separation. Yeah. He's going to run some – you know, routes at times where you're like, what are you doing? You know, uh, I think Kenny sometimes just doesn't have the playbook in the back of his head. It doesn't just come easy with him. I just think at times he's fighting at what he's supposed to do and all that. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, because I don't, he's not a lazy guy, man. You know, and that was like a little bit of a lazy route. But I think at times he's just, you know, at times he kind of like, oh, you know, this, that, little doubt, you know, what he's supposed to do and all that. But. Really? He's a veteran. It can't happen. Um, but Johnson has looked better than him. There's no question about it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want people thinking like, oh, my God, we got this fine with Colin Johnson. Look, Colin was with the Jaguars, you know. And yeah. He'll flash at times and then he'll just disappear. And, you know, teams start figuring him out, you know. So, uh, you know, he's he's not a guy who's had a very good camp. He had a good game last night. But don't get like, you know, I don't want anybody to get like, oh, my God, we got this fine that I had a no way. No, he, he's played in this league, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but Galladay is a guy that, Look, God is going to do certain things in this offense, no question about it, but it's still going to run through Kadarius. Hopefully he gets back, you know, Wandale. And you got, and you got a little taste of Saquon last night. I, you know, look, I put on Twitter a little while ago that Brian Dable was criticized at times up in Buffalo for not running the ball, okay? Then he kind of adjusted late last year, and he started, you know, getting the ball Singletary a little bit more and all that. Um. But that's going to be reversed this year, and I really I see what they're doing in camp and all that. But you're going to see a lot of Saquon, Jerry, early in this year. You're going to yeah. see a lot of Saquon, yeah, running and receiving. You're going to see Matt Breida when he gets back, and you. I think you saw last night how deep. Oh my God! This running back classroom yeah. is for the Giants. You know, they, oh, you know pleasant surprise. You know, I, look, Gary Brightwell um, is a guy that you know this kid. I love the way he's hitting the holes. I love yep. the way he's seeing the holes. Runs hard, man. Runs hard. Strong kid. Yeah. Very good special teamer, which is huge. Yeah. I mean, that's what's probably going to keep Cam Brown on his team because Cam Brown's probably the best special team player on the team right now. Not at, um, what's his name? It was uh, Keon Clawson's gone. Yeah. He's probably the best special team player. He's, you know, and, and he's going to stick because of that. Brightwell's, you know, he's next to the ball on kickoffs, which is one of your fastest guys on the team. One of your, you know, uh, um, and he's, but he's a guy, he's shown a lot of things in camp, running the ball. He showed it last night. I know it was against the twos and threes. I get it. Yeah. But still, he showed it. He showed it. You know, and I could tell you this, that after Joe Judge was fired last year, um, he spoke to somebody I know. And, and he said, one of the kids, he, he pointed out a few kids, he goes, hey, you know, I really like some of these guys. Watch them next year on your you know, with the Giants, with you guys. And Gary Brightwell is one of them. 
you know. Yeah. Now, I don't want to hear, I know people, go, oh, George, he's fired. What did he know? I mean, two years ago, he knew everything. Now, you know, he's fired. Now he knows nothing to some people. You know what sure. I mean? Which is ridiculous. Okay, so, mm-hmm. but Brightwell was a kid that Judge specifically said, hey, watch him in year two for you guys. Because he really, you know, um, we really liked him when I was there. You know, so, and I think you've seen that. You know, Antonio Williams, you know, against the threes and twos and all that, you know, he, he showed some good things last night, and Matt Breida didn't even play, right? You know, and Saquon, I think Saquon like four for thirteen, but you but know he what? Ran for, hard, but he ran decisive. That was the difference. That, that was the thing, you know, four yeah. for thirteen, but he was yep. putting his foot in the ground. He was taking it up north south, you know, yep. north, south, you know, yep. not really going east west, not yep. spinning, and all that. And I think yep. Saquon's pretty determined to do that. They've been work, you know, they've been pretty much emphasizing this is what we want. Now, there's going to come times he's going to stop to that spin, try to make a big play. That's that's Saquon, you know, but you don't want to see it a lot. That's the thing, you sure. know. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the little route he ran, Yep. Uh, that little out he ran. Uh, I think it was inside the 20. Daniel saw it, you know, saw it. You're going to see that a lot, dude. In that red zone, you're going to see Saquon getting the ball, and you're going to see Saquon running routes. I, I see it. I see it all in there all the time, right? I see what they're doing, and you got a little taste of it. Last night, you know, and you're going to see them run the ball a lot in the red zone with Saquon and, and, and you know, and stuff. So, um, I think you, I don't know, Jerry, you know, now that you, you saw him last night, did you get a little taste of what I've been talking about the last few weeks in camp, you know, as far as what they're looking to do and all that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and a lot of things that you've been saying kind of came to fruition last night. And we'll get into all of them, you know, the, the thinness on the O-line the mm. secondary concerns. We'll get into mm-hmm. all that. But the depth at running back, um, and and like you said, Breed didn't even play. And yeah, I, the one thing I don't want to get into this year, I'm not going to do it as a final 53, because it's just stupid now. There's going to be so many pickups at the end right. that it's impossible to predict, right? You, <laughs> yeah, you right. can do like a final 40 and say, I think these 40 guys are safe. After that, it's a freaking <laughs> crapshoot. Right, right. But um, it's just interesting to see, Chris, which running back is going to be the odd man out. Because you brought over a guy from Buffalo. You figure he might have the inside track. You brought Breida in. Brightwell's a pick from last year. And uh, the kid from Florida State, he looked good, but he's still, the, you know, he, to me, he's the odd man out. But Yes. Um, yes. You know, and it's a shame because he might, be, you know, probably practice squad material. But, um, yeah, absolutely, Chris. And I, I, I liked what I, what I saw last night. If you're a novice and never watched the Giants before and didn't have a 10-year a, a history on this team, I, I – I was going to say I logged in. I logged in. I turned the game on. Uh, and I, I logged see, in. You, know, what the hell? <laughs> you had your, you so, had your password to get talk in? Talk about so it, like, tethered to our phones and computers all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, I turned the game on, and I see a quarterback drop back, look like he had some time to throw, and mm-hmm. he had weapons to throw to. And I saw – I love that route from, from Saquon, Chris. It was, yeah. um, it, it was something I hadn't seen in the past few years. It's just a simple play. But it's not something you saw from this offense over the last four to five years where our guy had time to throw and he found some weapons. So, yeah. But, yeah, I, I definitely saw what you've been talking about, especially in the run game. And it was exciting. Like I said, Saquon didn't explode or anything, but he was just so decisive. It was like, this is the running back we need. This is it, Saquon. Keep doing what you're doing. The big ones will come. Yeah, and you got to remember, you know, last night's offense was totally and completely vanilla. There was no yes. motion. Right. You know, there was no game planning, you know. Right, and I didn't want to see uh, it. Uh, right. Well, they're not going to show that. Yeah, you yeah, know, just, good. you know, uh, because believe me, everybody, you know, when he, when the season starts, um, you're going to see a lot of motion, you know, in that red area too. You know, you know, there's a lot of motion in this offense, but you're not going to really show in preseason. You just go out there and you try to do some things. Right. And I also thought, Jerry, um, that Galladay drop, I'm pretty sure it was the same player, you know, talk about Saquon did that little out route on a nice little route when Daniel hit him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, I got to look at it again, but I'm pretty sure Dan, you know, Saquon did a little choice route on that ball from Tagalde, and he looked like he was open over the middle. Daniel could have had him too. Yeah, uh, He saw you know, he went to the left, the play was a clear out, get Galladay, you know, on that little in, and uh, Galladay just dropped it. But it looked like he actually had Saquon on a little choice over the middle too. Um, and that's, dude, uh, you know, that's what you're going to see. I mean, that's what I've seen this camp. You know, they're yeah. going to feature Saquon in that red zone, bro. Yeah. You know, and, and you got a little taste of, you know, last night. And, you, you know, you see them, they don't like to run, run the ball. They want to run the ball, dude. They want to yeah. run. They feel they have a pretty good run-blocking offensive line. Now, the bad part, you know, Shane Lemieux, mm. 
just you know, we don't know. Dable's coming on with us later. We don't know. I think everybody saw his leg. You know, his foot was in a walking boot. You know, yeah. it's supposedly it's a toe. Um, so is it a dislocated toe? Did he break it? You know, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to find out. We don't know how long he's going to be out, but that's that's a big hit because he's had, you know he he's been you know in that left guard spot and he's played had a nice camp. His pass pro technique. Uh, by the way, Bobby Johnson. I mean, you you see the difference too with Bobby Johnson. These guys, their technique wise, looks like it's drastically improved, especially with I'm Shane Lemieux. Nod, I'm nodding. I'm nodding right now. Especially with Shane Lemieux, his pass pro technique definitely has improved in his training camp. And even last night, I was watching before, you know, he had to leave. So this is going to, you know, Jerry, this is something you hope it isn't a four to six week thing because, yeah. you know, you don't want to lose it. This offensive line is in no position to lose people, dude. I mean, Ezekiel played last night. He was questionable going out. They already, you know, they lost Jamil Douglas last night. Um, they've already taken hits with this offensive line, man. You know, the, yeah. the kid, McKethan, who they were working in a draft pick, who they, was, they were cross-training in camp. Yeah. You know, he's gone for the year. Yeah. So it's a look. Ben Brennison helped himself last night to a guy who I did not like last year. Yeah, right. And I really was basically given very slight chance to make it this year, heading into heading into camp. Uh, but he helped himself. He's playing center. You know, he's being versatile, and that's what that's what's going to keep him on this roster. And he he actually played pretty decent last night. You know, yeah, he but did. He did. the offensive line is just thin, Jerry. I mean, it, it, that wise, you know, Joe Shane is going to have to bring in a couple of bodies. You know, and Will he brought in Will Holden, Eric Smith. I mean, God, dude, forget it. I mean, Will Holden, he was with the threes last night, but you know, you're gonna have to get some depth because they're in trouble right now, depth wise. And now you lose a guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. And now you gotta you gotta hope Lemieux's back for the Tennessee game. We'll know a little bit more later. What if another guy goes down? You know, but yeah, right. getting back to the you know, it's a pretty good run blocking offensive line. Uh, Mark Lewinsky showed some things last night in the run game. And this is what he's brought over here for. He's a good run blocking guard, bro. He could get, he could get out, you know. Uh, he he could get on that backside. He could get, he could get the defenders on the backside, which is big as a guard. Um, and yeah, obviously Evan Neal, you know, Evan got kind of twisted up last night, gave up a sack and all that. But Evan Neal, he, he also showed his athleticism. They let that little wide receiver screen to slate, and you see who the hell was out in front of him. Yeah. Was that mountain of a kid, <laughs> Evan Neal, looking for somebody to block downfield? You know, yeah, yeah. And you know, you got you have to take advantage of what your plays do well, and you could see that right off the bat. That's what Dable's doing. You know, like okay, well, this kid is athletic, so guess what? We're gonna do some bubble screens to get him the hell out. Yeah. You know, and that's what you saw right away. You're not, you're not gonna see a lot in these preseason games, folks, but you're gonna see it against Tennessee. And you know, Andrew John Thomas is a pretty good run blocking tackle over there. We all know what Lemieux could do. As a run blocking guard, can't lose him, Jerry. You know, can't. This is going to be a, you know, you know, you got. This is going to if this kid is out for a while, this guy's out for a while. This is going to be a big hit, bro. You got to hope he's back for the Tennessee game because yeah, you hope it's not like a Jeff Schwartz type of injury where it just you know sidelined yeah. him for forever and he didn't yeah. play last year. And that was one thing you said, dude, um, with Johnson being there. Bobby Johnson. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like a more competent unit. They just, it's almost like, oh, wow. I, I talked to a buddy this morning, like, oh, wow. Do we, do we have better coaching now? He's like, yeah. Like, yes, it's, it's more talent. Like you brought in Neil and you brought in a Zudu and it was nice to see him get in there last night. And I think, you know, if I, if I'm not mistaken, Chris, Lemieux was the front runner, but we wouldn't have been surprised based on what you said that if by October, November, Azudu was starting at left guard, yeah. this is a little, uh, and, you know, and Jerry, I, I just accelerated, want, but yeah. Jerry, you know what? I, I have to be honest with you. Like, I said that. I said, you know, actually, somebody in the organization actually told me that, too. They were like, yeah, look for this kid, you know, by the end of September. Don't be surprised if this kid's in there. Yeah. But I tell you what, Jerry. I was saying the same thing. But Lemieux yeah. has looked so good, dude. I'm yeah. not quite sure that would have happened. I think Lemieux yeah. would have held his position. Yeah. And he still will. We'll have to see with his injury. Right. But the way Lemieux is improving, especially yeah. in the pass pro, you guess what? I'm taking that back because, yeah. you know, watching him in camp, watching him before he went down last night, I think he's, I think Shane would have been entrenched in that spot. I, I think Joshua would not have taken that spot from him. Um, I think Lemieux would have been fine. Uh, but right now, you're going to have to put Ezidio in there and we're going to have to see what's up with Lemieux, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby Johnson, uh, if anybody doesn't know, you know, you know, he, you know, Dable brought him over from Buffalo. 
And Bobby Johnson got a lot out of just serviceable guards up in Buffalo. You know, um, he didn't have a bunch of all pros up there. And they were very serviceable line under Bobby Johnson. And I think everybody got a little... You saw that last night, right? You saw even the, the third string is secondary, giving the quarterbacks yeah. a little time, they run blocking. Competent. They looked competent. Right? You know, the, you know, it's their, their third string. It's the Patriots, third, all that. They, they wound up at 177 yards on the ground. Did a lot of good things. So they had a couple of holds. You know, Max right. Garcia looks like he's, he's just, like, really slow now. The veteran they brought over. He's with the threes. You know, I was expecting him to be a depth guy this year. I'm not quite sure he's even making this roster, dude. You know, so he looks like he's just really slow. And I was watching him in camp, watching him last night. And like, oh, God. But some of these other guys, they look competent, Jerry, at times. You yeah. Know? Um, and it, look, if if Sheen doesn't find anybody, which I'm sure, he, you know, he tried. Right? He brings in Holden. Good luck yeah. with that. Brings in Eric Smith. I could probably beat Eric Smith. Okay. Um, but he's going to have to try Sheen. And he's going to bring in more guys. Next week, the cuts go down to 85. And there'll, be a, there'll probably be a few guys on the wide Shane might be interested in, or some guys this week. Look, the Jets just brought in Dwayne Brown, who nobody signed. He was off the, you know, he, the Jets brought him in with their injury. Two years, $22 million. Yeah, I mean. For somebody who was not signed, wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know. And I'm sure Shane's going to be, you know, he's looking hard at all these guys who who isn't signed. I'm sure there's a few guys out there who have played in this league a while. I'm not yeah. quite sure right now off the top of my head. You know, um, that Sheen's going to bring in because uh, they're in trouble on the offensive yeah. line depth-wise, you know. And, yeah. and a lot's going to, de- you know, depend on what the hell's going on in the Mew now, too, so. Yeah, Chris, I, I mean, I, like, the slogan for the Giants O-line can be, like, 2022, at least we're competent. But that's what it felt like last night. It felt like, okay, these are professionally coached linemen now. Because even before, like, yeah, okay, our thirds against the thirds did well. That I, I can't, I don't remember the last time I saw that in preseason. Our thirds looked like they didn't belong in in the pros uh, the past few years. Our thirds were, <laughs> were terrible. So, you know, you could see the, the effect the coaching staff is having on these guys. And look, guys, it's one game, but, you know, this is all I have to go off. So I'm getting a little excited about a lot of things I saw last night. But, um. I don't know if you want to go to the receiver position now. I know we talked about Johnson and um, and Galladay, but uh, there were other guys, um, you know, who, who were in the game who maybe helped themselves. Richie James definitely helped himself, I thought. Yeah, well, he's had a strong camp. Yeah. Richie James is going nowhere, you know. Yeah. And look, Slayton, look, you know, he's been with the threes. At Fan Fest, he was with the threes. Yeah. And you kind of say to yourself, oh, boy, this guy's fighting for a roster spot here. And he was with the ones last night filling in. You know, he was in there. He jumped in there for um, Kadarius Tony, who's, you know, out with the knee issue. And then he only played like two series and he was done. So yeah. it wasn't like they wanted to look at him. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, all right, we got you know, to get him a lot of reps because we're not. So I thought, I thought that was a good sign for Slate. You know, I really doesn't did. He, doesn't he seem like the kind of guy that you need to get that play to him early so he gets confidence going? Am I wrong? Like a bubble yeah, screen? Look, where he can to get me, going and say, you know. Yeah, Good. yeah, I agree. I think that's something you have to do with Darius. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, to me, look, I, I've been putting it on Twitter. I know a lot of people in Giants Nation has totally and completely given up on Darius Slayton. And I get it. Drops last year, the whole deal. I can't give up on him yet, Jerry. Yeah. Um, because he could still get behind the D, all right? Well, I like to say top off a D. People love people love that on Twitter oh, when I say that. So top off. They think it's a sexual thing. <laughs> it's so funny. All right? So, and you see, you know, to me, here's the main issue with Slayton. Yeah. His head. It's confidence. Sure. I think when he drops a ball, it really, you know, instead of, all right, let me go on to the next one. You know, I forget it. I think it slings with him. Yeah. And I wasn't quite sure what the coach staff was thinking. And you see him last night, gets a couple series, he's out of there. Uh, you know, I thought that was a good sign for him. So, yeah. if yeah. anybody's thinking Darius might not make it, and I was, trust me, when I sort of, when I was at Fan Fest and he was with the threes and he's been with the threes a lot in camp with twos, and I'm saying to myself, oh boy, oof, well, Richie James is coming on, you know, yeah. is he is he fighting for a spot? Well, after last night and what they were doing with him, I would have to say probably not, you know, Jerry, yeah. not, probably not. Yeah. But Richie James is a guy who's had an unbelievable camp, touchdown last night, he, you know, he's not going nowhere right now, right. you know. C.J. Board is a guy they were looking at. I could see they're looking at him special teams-wise, right? They had him returning kicks. Mm. So they're going to give him. They're going to give Colin Johnson was featured last night. You know, some guys, you know, battling for roster spots, man. Um, yeah. 
Um, because we all know, you know, Kadarius Tony, it's Wandell, Galladay, it looks like Slayton. And then guys are going to battle for a few roster spots, man. I'm sure Dave is going to keep, keep six. Probably not seven, maybe seven, but we don't know what he's going to do roster-wise. That's the first time, you know, that he's here with the Giants and what he's, you know, what he plans on doing with how many running backs are going to keep, tight ends and all that, you know, so. And, uh, and it'd be interesting. You mentioned Tony. I try not to sound like, I don't know, like the guy, like the old man in the top of the stadium who's been watching the Giants since the Polo Grounds. But, yeah, for a guy who hasn't proven that he can stay on the field, like last night was just, for me, like, oh, here we go. Again, again, he's not playing. Like, it's a concern. Is it right? Okay, I'm I'm not wrong to be concerned, right, Chris? Oh, I mean, look, he was injured on and off last year. He's, you know, it's concerning because we saw it the other day at practice. You know, he leaves practice early. Trainers are over there. Doesn't make the trip to New England. Right. Uh, He's out, and now you know um, they're looking to try to get him in there for Cincinnati next week to get him. We'll see how it goes this week in practice, but. That knee's an issue, right? I mean, he's had injury problems. He's had a little surgery. And it's definitely, it's definitely an issue. It's definitely a concern. There's no question Because when about you put it. it out there last night, people were like, here comes the overreaction. I'm like, no, it's not an overreaction to be concerned about this kid who is dynamic when he's out there, but he can't stay healthy. It's just mm-hmm. like, here we go again. I hope he plays next week. But, you know, it's just, it's a little frustrating, man, because he has so yeah. much talent. So much talent. Oh, absolutely. But you have to be on the field to show your talent, right? Best ability um, is availability. Carl so Banks. we'll see. You know, Dable's going to try to get him ready for Cincinnati and uh, and all that. So we'll, yeah. we'll we'll have to see. But it's definitely a concern because you know the kid's got some health issues going, and uh, he just you know you got to hope he stays on the field this year. Yeah. Uh, because you know a lot of you know a lot of stuff is going to be designed for him, man, and what they want to do. I got a really dumb question for you because um, I couldn't answer it last night. Was Wandale even on the field? Yeah. Yeah. He was okay. with the once. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't think he wasn't it's targeted. targeted. He wasn't targeted, but he was on the field. Yeah, okay. he was on the field. Perfect. It was Wandell, Darius Slayton, and Kenny Galladay. They started off with the ones. You know, okay. it just just so you know, he wasn't targeted uh, last night. Um, but they went with Andrew Thomas. I think won one series, and they got him out of there. Yeah, right, right. By Lemieux, then you know, Lemieux yes. had Lemieux had the, the toe thing going on. Yeah. Um, and then they got Devery Hamilton, a guy they're looking at pretty good at left tackle. Maybe they had some depth, you know, behind. So. Uh, guy's got a lot of a lot of reps in, and Dable's going to assess, you know, what he saw last night, you know. Um, and Evan Neal got a couple of series in, and did some good things as you saw last night. Got twisted up a little bit, gave up a sack, and uh, but what'd you think about Daniel, bro? I mean, you know, I, I, like I, I know I know I all eyes are on Daniel every snap. So what'd you think about Daniel? I thought he looked decisive. It was only six yeah. passes, but it should have been four completed. I thought he was decisive. I like that he took off. I like that he took off and got down, kind of. I mean, he got tackled, but he didn't fight for more yards. He just. Just go down, Daniel. You're, yeah, you're a great athlete, and, and, and use your legs, but go down. Um, like I thought he looked decisive. He, he didn't, you know, what I would have expected from a first game. It's fine, fine. You? Yeah. I mean, look, you know, he finished six for ten. He should have been seven for ten, right? Yeah, should've I'm talking been, about the first drive. I'm sorry. Should have been. What was that? I said when I said four. I was talking about the first drive. He should have been. Four no, for no, six. no, no. I'm just talking about overall. You know, he yeah. he finished six for ten. Should have been yeah. seven. Should have been seventy percent. Right. I like I like the decisiveness. I like when he had to use his legs. Yep. And this is just the vanilla offense, Jerry. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, so I like our backup. Yeah. You know, look, it's better than us sitting here, Jerry, on a, you know, on this Friday morning saying, "Oh my God, Daniel threw a pick." Right. Or he overthrew that guy. Or, right. Or yeah, he didn't look decisive. He's oh, he's holding on to the ball too long. Or better yet, Jerry, right? Better yet. Yeah, he took off and fumbled, right? Yep. I mean, yep. so it's a positive, dude. That, that's what we're talking about. You know, Daniel starts off on a positive note. And that, that's what we're looking at, right? Progress. Yeah. yeah. He has to take that next step, and he has to be happy. Dable has to be happy with what he saw, and I'm sure Daniel's happy with some of the things he did. So, and Tyrod Taylor, look, you know, he's Tyrod Taylor. You know, he can run an offense. He can throw a bullet, get the hell out of the pocket. Capable backup. F- what? A very capable, capable backup. backup. I mean, um, yeah. It's what you want. Yeah, yeah. So he made some nice throws last night. Uh, love the love the touchdown throw. Love the touchdown. Yeah, throws. yeah. I mean, you know, he gets out of that pocket. He's smooth, man. Throwing the ball on the run. We all know what Tyrod could do. And yep. You know, if Daniel goes down, you have a very capable backup. You know, and so uh, that was uh, Davis Webb is Davis Webb. You know, uh, he should maybe he should have 
reconsidered and um, maybe went to the coaching ranks instead of coming back another year. But he decided to come back another year. And, uh, you know, he, Davis Webb is Davis Webb. You know, he's not even, you know, a factor in this conversation with the Giants. So, But even even that to me, Chris, like our, usually when our third string is in, it's it's an unwatchable game sometimes. Like <laughs> like you really – we're Giant idiot fans. Like I'm, I'll watch everything the Giants do. But even last night I was like, it doesn't look – he didn't look – terrible but no, i know what you're saying no. yeah but yeah. <laughs> and he, compared to years past it was like this was this was like oh wow okay he can complete our third string guy can complete passes that's good all right cool so yeah so look on the look uh you know Keelan, what, dude chris before we get to defense yeah guys we're gonna take a break gotta pay we'll the bill back after after this hang on one second and we're back go ahead chris yeah, yeah, just one guy that definitely hurt himself at receiver-wise was Keelan Doss, the former Raider. You know, two drops, bad drops. Yeah. So he kind of dropped himself probably out of this roster coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, he was a long shot anyway. Um, and I guess we go to the defense, Jerry. Um, yeah. Aaron Robinson obviously struggled that one series. Mm. Um, they were back shoulder throwing him all night. Yeah. Was that, was that on purpose or there aren't? Yeah, they, no, I think Bill did that. Okay. Yeah, I think Bill was doing that on purpose. Yeah, I okay. think Judge, Patricia, and, you know, look, Wink at times was aggressive. He was blitzing. Yeah. And he was playing man basically all night. He was playing a lot of man. Yeah. Um, and when you play man and you're blitzing, you know, five guys, six guys, well, guess what? You know, you're going to see those back shoulder throws and you better defend them because if you don't, they're going to keep coming at you with it. And you saw it last night. You got a little taste of it last night Yeah, from New England. It's like, okay, well, Robinson kind of got beat in the first one. I think he might have got it. He recovered. He might have got his hand in there. Mm. Better quarterback. You know, yeah, that's a completion. Completion, completion. yeah. You know, um, and then the, and they went right back at it again mm. and beat him. Yes. And then he, you know, he gets beat in the end zone for a touchdown. And, and, pen- to, by the way, the taunting penalty was a complete disgrace. Yeah. Well, they they missed a bunch of calls. They missed some call. face, mask. Fa- face masks, too. I'm like, what yeah, the? Ridiculous. I thought that was a stupid that call. That taunting penalty was like, really? Yeah, that's I know. Taunting? I mean, it's anyway. that's, I don't think that's taunting, but. Don't, don't hold it. If you have problems with Aaron Robinson, guys, have every other issue with him. That was stupid. That was not yeah. a, anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, he got beat in the end zone by the rookie Thompson. You know, after he held him, after he grabbed him, he still got beat on a on a little improv move there by Thompson. Um, so, look, look I, I put on Twitter a little while ago, Jerry, that Cordell Flott, their draft pick. Oh, yeah. Um, looked pretty decent when he was yes, in he there. Did. And then he left with a groin injury. Yeah. So, hopefully there's nothing serious with him that I was going to keep him out a couple of weeks with all these groin injuries usually do that you want to make sure they're healed. Yeah, Chris, I, th- I thought he helped himself tremendously last night. I know yeah, you're watching I, him in practice all the time, but first yeah. time seeing him, I'm like, this kid's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I really believe, Jerry, he might have gotten a lot of reps with the ones this week in practice um, if he was healthy. Yeah. Now that's out of the equation. Now I'm not giving yeah. up an Aaron Robinson by any means. No, right, right. But it's an open competition. I'm just saying an open competition. Right. I'm just saying, like yeah. after after way Aaron struggled, sure. and then you saw Flock doing some good things. I mean, you would it would be incompetent of a coaching staff of right. Jerome, you know, of Jerome Henderson, and of course Wink and oh, Gable. I thought, calling, I thought you were saying Jerome, meaning to me. Sorry, I thought you were addressing no, me. No, no, I'm Jerome. sorry, Jerry. No, 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 I don't mean you on that one. <laughs> Uh, like, but like, like I was back in Catholic school. Right, right. So, Sorry. you know, yeah, I'm going to spank your hand with a rule in about two minutes. You know? <laughs> right. You know, um, I think that he would have got some reps with the ones. And, all right, let's, you know, let's get him in there and take a look at him too now, you know, with yeah. the ones. You know, so that, yeah. that, that, I know if I'm the head coach, I would be. You know, I'll be telling Wink, all right, I want him with the ones. Right. You know, and all that. Because it's basically been Aaron Robbins' job since the first day of camp, you know, yeah. so. Um, someone that you've been talking about who had a nice game last night looked like a playmaker to me. <laughs> I was gonna get more and more time, baby. <laughs> Darian Beavers was very psyched to watch that kid play. Yeah, what'd you think of him? Oh, he's all over the field. He had great instinct. You know what? Yeah. You know what else I noticed, Chris? Uh, you know, we seem to be better tacklers, and I don't know why, but it just seems like we were sure tacklers on this team. But Beavers, um, mm-hmm. you know, he blew up the play in the backfield, but I love the other play even more. When he's just he's decisive, you know. It was the play in the flat where they, I think, it was the running back dropped the ball and he still hit him, still tackled him. And I'm like, that's yeah. that's what I want. That's what you want to see, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, I thought he helped himself a lot last yeah. night. You know, uh, what I really liked about that play by De- you talk about the one running back dropped it right, and, and yes. he was still still yeah, on the left hand side. Yeah, he still planted him right. Yes. Um, what I liked about that, I love the angle that he took. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. you you got to take the right angles. This isn't college anymore, where you could maybe take a little bit of an off, not the best angle, and still make a play. In this league, the guy goes right by you, bro. You right. know, right. Uh, and so I I like that Beavers a even though we dropped it, still kind of. Through, you know, still kind of hit yeah. through the hit out there. Yep. And B, I love the angle that he took. And C, you see his little bit of his east-west speed, you know? Yes. Yeah. And he's a downhill kid. He's a blitz. Mm-hmm. He blitzed a lot in Cincinnati. You know, he got some sacks last year. He got a lot. He, I think he had 11 tackles for loss in college last year. He gets in that back. I think he showed it last night. I think he might have had one last night. No, he's he did. Kind of a, yeah. He, yeah. He's kind of a downhill kid. Big yeah. question mark on him is going to be his coverage skills, all right? Right. But I tell you what, um, I, I've been telling you this, um, that the coaching staff really likes him, you know. And yes. he's yeah. out there last night for Blake. It was him and Crowder because uh, obviously Blake, you know, is going to be worked back slowly, you know, as far as live reps, you know, before the first game. Um, but I, I thought he helped himself, Jerry. I really believe that him and Tay, Tay I don't think they're sold on Tay Crowder that he's written in they, stone they like one. They shouldn't be like what, like like he's on you know one of the, one of the Ten Commandments stone or tablets you know where I you know he shall be the inside linebacker. No, I don't think that's happening here. Okay, I, think I don't. They want real to quick, look, real quick, before I yeah. forget, I don't think Week Martindale's saying we're set with McKinney and Tay Crowder. We're good there. I don't, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. No, so. no. <laughs> look, Tay Crowder does good things. Don't yes. get me wrong. Sure. Um, but they're looking. To upgrade that, and they're going to look at Beavis. I'm not saying Beavis is going to be that guy. Right. It's probably still will be Tay. You know. Um, but it's going to get a lot of playing time, though. They get, as you see, he's going to get the reps. He's been getting reps with ones in training camp. Yeah. And, and uh, I kind of like the way he compliments Blake, where he, you know he's that downhill blitzer. Blake's that good one stopping linebacker. Yep. With Tay Crowder, you know he's he's a guy made a. a he led the team in tackles last year, but makes a lot of tackles kind of in that second level. Yes. And what really concerns me about Tate Crowder, and I've seen it numerous times the last few years, man, is that he will take a wrong read on a gap run. Yeah. He will take the wrong gap read. Um, and, it, and, and that back, instead of getting three yards, will get yeah. six yards because Tate took and, – and he'll do it inside the red area – you know, and especially in that lower red inside the 10, where he'll take a wrong gap read or yeah. take himself out of a play, Jerry, where you got to fill that gap. Yeah. Because if you don't fill that gap, that back gets those extra two yards, and it's not on the 38-yard line. That's the goal line now. Yeah, Banks you get what pointed, I'm saying? Yeah, Banks pointed it out on Twitter the you other get, night. You like get terrible. what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And, and, and Carl pointed it out in FanFest, and he was 100%. And look, we've seen this numerous times with Tate Crowder. Yeah. Now Tay's a better cover guy, you know. Yes. Than Beavis, he could cover you a little bit. Tay, not yeah. the best cover guy, but he could cover you a little bit. Yeah. Much, you know, and that's gonna be a concern with Beavis. Mm-hmm. But I think the competition is on, dude. Yeah. Uh, be interesting to see how this plays out. I think Beavis did nothing to hurt himself last night. Right. Uh, a lot of people had him uh, scouted even higher than where he went in the draft, Jerry. A lot of people had him so- fourth, fourth round, round grade. Yep. Maybe a late three, four, five. I think what he went sixth, right? If I remember right, yes, Beavis. He did sixth. Um, so look, that's a positive for Darren. Uh, you know, and he's a good blitzing backer, dude. He can shoot that A and B gap, David Beavis. You yeah. know, he did it in Cincinnati. I remember watching him, Jerry, um, when they drafted him, and I looked at some, you know, film of him because I, I didn't see any Cincinnati game. I think I saw the, I think I saw one Cincinnati game last year was when they beat the shit out of us yeah. in South Bend. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and 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 I looked at some more Beavis, and he, you know, I love the way he shoots the the B. He could blitz. The A gaps yeah. and all that, so I think you know the competition might be on there. I think Wink. I know Wink really likes him, but you know you gotta, you know, you gotta polish up some stuff. You gotta tighten up some stuff in this in this league. So I thought McFadden helped himself too. Yeah, for against the thirds and stuff like yeah. that. I thought McFadden did some good things. Um, no question about it. Uh, Quincy Quincy Roche, who's had a very quiet camp, was pretty good at the point of attack. I thought yeah. last night. He, you know, he's up. He's up at that line. Um. Uh, Ellison Smith was kind of quiet, you know. It was kind of had a safety him. though. Uh, Could have had a safety, right? That that, that, that was the a tank terrible, commander was, was the tank commander was fuming. He wanted that yeah, safety, you know. Should have been. Um, 
referees are, oh my God. Well, the referees were the referees. So, you know, I, I, you would think you would think the baseball umpire Angel Hernandez all of a sudden is a, is the referee in the NFL that was going last night. So, um, so I, I, look, Thibodeau, he drew his first yep. false start, That's right? A as good as a sack, baby. Mm-hmm. He drew his first false start. Um, now, Chris, real quick, pretty, before I forget, yeah. is he is he always lining up on the left side or is he all over the place? No, he should be both sides, yeah. Okay. He should be both sides, yeah. Right, cool. there, there was just a, it was just like a vanilla-type D2 last yeah. night, Jerry. Wink yeah. got a little aggressive at times, sent some blitzes, but it was just basically like that vanilla package. Okay, sure. you know, Thibodeau, Jihad, Ward, you know, yeah. all of that. Okay, you're going to see that. You're going to see that switch when the bell rings in September, you know? Okay. Um, but, you know, look... Uh, he was happy with some things at the point of attack. You know, he's, he's realized he's got to do this and that. Look, Jerry, you know, the, the rookies in this league, man, and they said it last night, they couldn't believe how fast it was playing at this level. And this yeah. is nothing compared yeah. to September 11th, okay, right. when right. they played the Titans. The, the speed right. of the game is going to increase even more. Yeah. So, you know, this is why I was happy, Jerry, when Brian Dable told us last week that he's going to play the, a series – and then maybe two, depending on how they look, depending how things go. See, I, I look, I know guys like Sean McVay, they want nothing to do with their ones. Even Belichick, really, you might look at last night. But I love it, Jerry, because I want the rookies like Neil, Thibodeau, you know, guys like that to get a little taste of the game speed. I don't want that game speed the first time they, they get a taste of it being the first game of the year, where they feel, you know, they're in a traffic jam and the, and the other opposing team's on a freeway doing 100. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. It's huge, bro. It's huge. So I'm glad Dable played the ones. I'm I mean, glad, we, we've you know. gone the other way for a few years now, and it hasn't worked, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it almost seems like we've 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 put bubble wrap around some of our starters and said you're not even going to see the field. But I I agree with you, Chris. Like we've tried it the other way, it hasn't worked. Let's get them in there a little bit. You don't have to play them the whole game, but just give them a series or two. Get them yeah. going. Yeah, and I'm sure you know against Cincinnati, they're going to play even more. You yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, next Sunday, uh, I I love it, Jerry. No, look, I, look. I'm not here to say the other side is wrong. I'm sure right. the hell not to say a guy like Sean McVay is wrong, considering his pedigree. I just like it personally. I'm glad. Let him get in there. I know the injury factors, you know, injury risk is always a fact. I get it, but it's football. Get the reps in there. This team needs it, brother. We're not coming off a 12-5 and five season, Jerry, right? Right. We're not. This team needs it. It's a new system. Kafka has to, you know, Kafka's, this is all new to Kafka too, bro. Yeah. He never called plays. Right. Up in the booth he was. That was so, interesting. You know, so uh, they, that yeah. went smooth. Dable, Dable talked about how smooth that went. He liked the substitutions with the coaching staff. He even tried his first challenge flag, uh, which he lost. But all things he's getting used to. Dable, hey, he's a first-time head coach. This is all stuff he's getting used to. Yeah, no, we're not suggesting putting your number one cornerback out on kick returns in preseason either, guys. We just wanted to get you know, a little nod to Jason Seahorn there. Uh, we we just wanted to get some time and get him out there. Um, <laughs> I forgot. I didn't know. I didn't know where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah. I got one convulsions when I, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I think about that. About, yeah, you, that you really don't want a Dory Jackson returning kickoffs or punts at this stage, oh, right? God, it was <laughs> such a nightmare. I I was at a bar when that happened. I my dad. I called my dad. I said, "How is it?" He goes, "ACL out for the year." Oh my God! The amount of alcohol I consumed afterwards. I was uh, beside myself. Beside myself. Anyway. No, Just no a couple problem. other young kids, Jerry. I, I yes. thought Trenton Thompson, the safety, young draft, free agent. I thought he helped himself last night. He had Absolutely. a sack. I thought, he, I thought he was pretty aggressive on that back end. I like what he did. Yusef Corker. Uh, I know a lot That's of people. your boy. That's your yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, I talked to him about that. The stepdad reaching out to us. I was actually, yeah, that's right. I actually, spo- uh, actually spoke to Yusef about that the other day. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Anyway, um, I, you know, he's a strong kid, big kid, pretty, you know, pretty Solid kid, uh, you know, people who haven't been to camp at all, you know, um, or haven't seen this young man. Uh, I think he got a little taste. He, the kids had a nice camp, and but he did some good things last night too, bro. He come up and put a, he'll come up and put a hat on you, Corker. Right. You know, right, right. Uh, he's gonna be in that safety spot, bro. That thin over there. So, um, yeah, and I thought, look, Andrew Adams, I thought was a great pickup by Joe Shane, that veteran, you know, right. Super Bowl champion. The guy was here, it was you know, years ago. Uh, me and Jerry both said when he got released. Like what, what the hell is he doing releasing him? You know, <laughs> he's had a pretty, he's had a nice little career. Played for the Bucks. Played, all, hey, started games for the Bucks, and all that. Um, so I thought that was a nice pickup, Shane. I think he'll help them out veteran wise in that back end too. Yeah, there were admittedly some guys at, at corner last night. Um, I, I'm 
Oh. I almost felt like it was two years ago, Chris, when we were picking up guys <laughs> off the street. Like, I'm like, I don't even know who these guys are. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we knew going in that the O-line was going to be thin and that the cornerback position was thin. I have to say, right now, I feel better about the O-line because I have more confidence in who the starters are. The secondary, I, I just, Aaron Robinson, yeah, it's a concern. And you see it last night. You hope he does well. But, wow, that is a concern. And, you know, like you said, Flott would have got some time this week if he didn't have the groin issue. But, man, there's a reason why Sauce Gardner was probably listed at the top of their draft board, too. I mean, it, I absolutely. You know what yep. I mean? Like, you love Thibodeau, you love Neal, yeah. but Sauce Gardner was probably their guy. Then you're hearing the camp he's having with the Jets. It's like, there's a reason for this. But it is what it is. Um, we got to go with, with Robinson. Um, or, you know, Flod, obviously. I, I thought, um, <coughs> Donnie Holmes, Chris, I'm just going to ask you again. Mm-hmm. I, I think I asked you this before. Is he an option on the outside, or is he strictly a slot guy? He's strictly that nickel, nickel slot, you okay. know. Uh, I don't think they really trust him on that outside, Jerry. We would have yeah. saw that. Um, he's not really a perimeter, you know, right. coverage guy. Um, so you'll see him in that nickel slot. And look, Flot's the kid, bro. Yeah, Flot's the kid they've been working on the outside. Yeah. The last few weeks of camp, you saw it last night, yep. too. He was on the outside. Um, because, you know, Gilbert, Allen, you know, these guys, oof, you know, they, they need a lot. They need some work, you know. Um, so... It's, like I said, this is going to be – it sucks flat. Now it's going to be set back a little bit, hopefully not too long. So Yeah. And, um, you know, it would have been cool to see Dane Belton last night. It's a shame he yeah. Uh, yeah. got hurt as well. Um, this draft class, yeah, look, it's early, but there's a lot to be excited about, man. Um, you know, we all, we all questioned those second-round picks in the third, but, um, <laughs> you know, maybe Joe Shane knows what he's doing, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> but he was uh, – it was funny. He was interviewed last night. He almost seemed like a, he's so young, right? Like he just seemed like an intern being interviewed by Banks and Papa last night. Like <laughs> right. it just, it, it's, it's refreshing. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there's, like I said, there's a lot to be excited about right now. So Jerry, another position that's pretty thin too is tight end. You know? Yeah, it is very. Look, yeah. it's Ballinger and Chris Mayak right now. Yeah. Ricky right. Seal Jones is missing in action. I don't know. He's been out for, he's been out for two weeks. I don't yeah. expect to see him. I don't know what the hell's, you know, so, uh, and Austin Allen made a little play, but he's been down in the depth chart too. Um, they're pretty thin there, man. You know, could you uh, like Miller's out. So, uh, and Andre Miller broke his forearm, yeah. you know, and he's out yeah. and he was a kid that was showing some things, you know? So right now you're looking at Chris Mayak, you're looking at the kid Bellinger, you know? Yeah. Um, he got, I think believe Bellinger got called, called for a hole last night. Yeah, he's got to clean up some run. tech, you know, he's got to clean up some technique stuff and, but pretty thin at tight end, man. You know, pretty thin at tight end. Yeah, those are those are the concerns, right? Tight end, the O line, at least the depth on the O line, yeah. and the secondary. But um, it's be interesting to see who they who they grab off the waiver wire later yeah, on. Yeah, they're gonna be grabbing some guys, Jerry. But you got you know you have to remember they're on the waiver wire for a reason. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, they're not signed, or they're not signed for a reason. Even Dwayne Brown with the Jets, you know, he was not signed because he's coming off his worst year. He looked kind of slow last year, but you know the Jets are gonna bring him over. That's why I was you know? shocked at how much he got. Uh, yeah, so um, I guess it's a front-loaded type deal. I don't know. <laughs> but that's the Jets. You know, the Jets have had, you know, that's their issue there because the Becton kid's out for the year. So, um, hey, you're going to see bodies coming in and out here, Jerry. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if they can play and give you something, man. Yeah. But just keep in mind, everybody, you know, when they sign a guy who maybe he's been in the league eight years, oh, my God, I can't believe we got it. There's a reason why nobody – Either was either he was released or he hasn't been signed yet. Yeah, right. But sometimes you do strike gold, Jerry. You, know, you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Sometimes you'll get a guy and you'll, he'll give you some quality snaps during the season. Uh, that's what you have to hope for right now. Yeah. Um, special teams. Um, oh, I thought I thought Corbin I was rough at first. Wasn't happy with that. But I thought Corbin looked good returning kicks. Yeah, um, but the coverage. I mean, the coverage yeah, just has to get tightened up, man. Not good. Yeah. Dable talked about that. He was not happy. I thought they started a little bit better in the second half. Yeah, they did. But coverage-wise, it was one good. I think it was the first punt in the game. Uh, I don't want to where, tell you who, who. I don't want to tell you who played it. Who, who did bad on that one, Chris? Ja- uh, Jamie Gillen. I thought he nice punt outside the numbers. Yeah. And who was it, Jerry? Who misplayed? It looked like Julian Love to me. Just whiffed. I was like, oh, he might have whiffed on the tackle. Yeah, right, the right. I think one. you're right. And somebody <laughs> else. I have to look at it again. Somebody else overran it. Took a bad angle. 
Yeah. Um, and but you know when you have a nice punt like that outside of the numbers, dude, you can't have a twenty something yard punt return on that. And, and straight up the sideline. That was. Bad. Oh man, that that just can't happen. So Thomas McGay, he's you know he's going to have to tighten that up because they didn't get off to a good start last night. Dable mentioned it. You know they got to they got to improve in that area. You know, but there's always guys going in and out, guys they're looking at, and all that stuff. Um, so, but like you said, uh, just showing Cor- uh, Corbin, I thought he had a couple of decent kickoff returns. Yeah. CJ Boyd was all right. They're looking at CJ Boyd. Obviously, they're going to give him a hard look. And, and Corbin is a guy, you know, uh, look, look the, to me, Jerry, the only way he wins a job on his team is as a kickoff exactly. returner. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I agree. And they're going to look at him and, and see, what, see what's up there. So. Yeah. Um, and get always automatic, like he's been the yeah. last few years, right? <laughs> let me say this. This was the idiot in, in me at the end of that game. I thought, he misses this field goal. Uh, he's got to get five, number five back. <laughs> so let me yeah. think of. <laughs> well, he's Thibodeau's not getting that. <laughs> Thibodeau's giving it up. <laughs> Jerry, you know, I just want to talk about one kid that we hope gets, you know, comes back pretty fast. Speaking cornerback wise, yeah, Rodarius Williams. Uh, we, I hope to get right. this guy. Yeah. Hope to get this guy back. Well, yes. no more this week when I see him in camp within the next few weeks, and just to see what he could give you. Because, because, dude, if me and you could play corner right now, they'd be looking at us to see what the hell we could give them. You know, yeah, right, right. That's where we're at. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's where we're at. Like where it was two years ago when Ryan Lewis came in, we we're like, "All right, Ryan Lewis, let's do this." You know, it seemed like a different mm-hmm. person every week. Um, I was just going to ask you about something else, and of course, I lost my train of thought. Um, shoot, about the brawl. Want to talk about the brawl? That was a pretty oh, good no, no, brawl. No, 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 before I forget, before I forget, your boy Sterling, your boy my Sterling boy's coming along. Shep, yeah, yeah. Yes. Somebody, somebody, kind of, somebody told me a couple of days ago that, hey, look. Uh, they're really impressed with his progress, and they think he's going to be back sooner and then later. You know, awesome. uh, look, if people were wondering, I know some people are like, what you, you know, could he be back for week one? No, that's a stretch, unless unless he really pulls uh, Cam Akers here. But that's a stretch. Um, but you know, the, the early projection of of Shep Jerry was like middle October, Halloween. Sure. Uh, now, and I've been watching him. I'm telling you, he's exploding with his first step. He's cutting well. He, he's doing gases. Uh, now they're thinking maybe end of September, maybe even a September debut, Jerry, with him. Wow, wow. Uh, which would be unbelievable considering what he had the injury in December, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, so that would be a pretty good, remarkable comeback. But I don't, Jerry, I have to be honest, I don't put it past these athletes anymore the way they come back from these injuries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And watching Shep. Such an easy guy to root for, too. Yeah, watching Shep. You know, it didn't surprise me that when somebody told me, "Hey, you know, he's he might be back sooner than later." So that's that's good. a good sign too. That's great stuff. That's a good sign. But yeah, the, the and Aziz Aziz oh, looks like he's going to be back pretty soon. He'll start getting some work. I cannot wait to see him, Chris. You know what it is, Jerry? Out of sight, out of mind. So people, I'm sure, are looking at this Giants team, and of course, seeing Thibodeau, and oh, it's Jihad Waters. You know, there's. We all share the other side. Folks, let's not forget who's going to be on the other side of Thibodeau yeah. come Tennessee. Oh. And that's going to be my, our guy, Aziz Ojolari, you know, with yeah. his uh, eight sacks coming in year two, bro. You know, Eight so, sacks and, and 10 pounds of muscle that's been added over the last yeah, year. Yeah, so he's going to work. He's start working his way in supposedly pretty soon. Yeah. Gear him up, get him maybe some reps for the Jets. Hopefully he's at that point. Uh, if not, hey, see you in Nashville. You know, yeah. in September, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, that's it. You know, everybody's looking at him as an impact guy in year two, yes. man. Should be. Uh, the fight. You were going to say the fight. Yeah, yeah, just to get back. I mean, that was, look, everybody knows about that. That was a pretty good, that was a pretty good one, man. Yeah. Um, look, it, it's been, Jerry, as you know, and everybody here in the Northeast knows, it's been probably hotter than Florida the yeah. last week or two weeks, whatever the hell it's been. We've all been melting on the sidelines. All right, yeah. it feels like we're practicing on a they're practicing on a damn sun. Okay, yeah. that, it's been so. So what happens is, you know, when you're seeing the same jersey over and over, combine that with 97 degree yeah. oppressive humidity, right. things are gonna happen. So, <laughs> you know, Saquon kind of lowered his shoulder to Aaron Robinson and knocked him on his butt. As soon as that happened, I said, "Oh, oh." Yeah. Watch out now. Something's going to happen. Sure enough, Tate Crowder wings Antonio Williams to the ground after that, and they're going at it. So, yeah. look, 
It's going to happen. It's happening all around the league. I'm sure it's going to happen in a joint scrimmage with the Jets in a couple weeks. Um, but it got a little crazy. Feliciano throwing a haymaker at Cam Brown. He also looked like he tried to drop kick him up, knee him. Um, look, you can't have that as far as because you're going to get thrown out of a game. So the discipline aspect yeah. has to kick in there. You know, you can't because in a game now, you throw a punch, you're gone. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have, you know, we don't have quality offensive linemen behind these guys to get, you know, to, to get kicked out of a game. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was a good one. It was one of the better ones. Both benches coming over. Bobby Johnson, the offensive line coach, was looking to take Cam Brown's head off. Right. You know, Cam Brown's dragging Feliciano out of, out of the huddle. I thought Feliciano was freaking dead. I was like, oh, that picture is hilarious. That picture is hilarious. But yeah. when you saw it live, when yeah. I was there, I'm like, oh, shit, Feliciano's hurt. <laughs> he was playing possum, you know, because he's a big clown himself, Feliciano. He likes to kid around all the time. Yeah. Uh, but at first, it was like, oh, my God, Feliciano, especially because he's had, you know, He's been dehydrating and he's been he was out yes. with with those uh, you know with those issues and it's like oh my god did he just faint on his yeah. you know yeah. and then you saw him get up and he's throwing haymakers oh guess not you know he was playing possum uh and, but that was one of the better ones but look Dable got them to get got him together and said we can't you know we have to be smart on this we can't have sure. this this is what losing teams do act yeah. like wild man the rest of the practice was fine Bobby Johnson the offensive line coach apologized to everybody he apologized to Cam Brown. He said, this can't happen. I lost my call. It'll never happen again. Trust me. Bobby Johnson's a fire. <laughs> he's a fiery dude, dude. He's running reps with them. He's got the sweatshirt on in 100-degree weather. You know, he looks like he has no problem mixing it up. With you, if you, you know, he's a very fiery guy. Yeah. And he likes the nastiness, and he likes to mix it up. And so it, it didn't really come as a total surprise, but he was right in the middle of everything. Yeah. Uh, because that's his personality. That's I his love personality. seeing Saquon run over Robinson, but I, I feel bad for Robinson because it almost seems like he was in a no-win situation there. Like, <laughs> how hard are you going to hit Saquon, right? Then you're the then you're the bad guy. Now he's going to run you over, and you're like a, you know, a tomato, yeah. as you would say. So, um, but that's good to hear, man. And, and it seems like this this coaching staff has some personalities. Even last night, I saw Martindale and Dable going a little back and forth. I don't know if they were arguing, but I I like that. You know, I like that. There's um, well. They did it once in practice. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Where, I, that's the only reason I thought of it because you said that before. Yeah, yeah, they did it once in practice where I think it was Cam Brown rolled up or Roche maybe rolled up on uh, Davis Webb. Yes. Yeah. On his leg. Yep. And you know, and Dable didn't like it. Yeah. He kind of yelled over Wink, and then Wink was yelling over to him, and he and he went over. They were talking, and Wink had his hands out like, "What do you want from me? We're playing football. The tank commander ain't taking no crap. You know that." Got a lot of, you know, a lot of um, badasses on the staff between Johnson and Martin. Yeah, we got some guys who can throw. And Martindale, the way he walks around, he look, I'm telling you, I said this before, he looks like Patton, ready to yeah. go into battle, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Dable, <laughs> don't let Dable fool you. He's a fiery guy too, man. You know, so yeah. he's a fiery guy. So, oh, look, Jerry, it, everybody, I was talking to Julian Love about it too, man. You know, everybody's at the point now, uh, can we see another jersey now? You know, yeah, <laughs> you know right, we're, sick, sure. we're yeah. sick and tired of going against each other. It's not, it, it you know, can't start off with nice weather and turn into brutal heat. Yeah, everybody's fed up with each other. Uh, so it was good to hit another jersey last night. I'm sure. Uh, and now we'll go back to practice this week, and then you got the Bengals next week, and the yep. season's right around the corner. So yeah, Dable made that comment last night. It's nice to see another jersey for once. So yeah, yeah, that's the feeling among all the players, Jerry. And yeah. Jahad Waters, who's a he's he's one funny dude. He was you know he he came over. He was talking with us after the brawl, and he was just like. Yeah, it's all love. It's team love. We all love yeah. each other. We're all laughing about it now. Only you guys think it's serious. And it's not serious. We're all, you know, it's all, I spread the love. That's what we do. We used to have them in Baltimore fights all the time. And everybody loves, everybody's hanging out. So it's no big deal. I kind of like it. I got to be honest. With you. I, look, I get it. You can't throw punches. You got to have to, you know, because if you carry it over to a game, you're going to lose your center. You know, right, right, right. Um, but I kind of like the chippiness. I always like the, I always like the little fight. Yeah, going on, absolutely. You know, so. Couldn't agree more. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. There's something else you could think about. No, the only thing I'll say is everybody worried about Aaron Robinson. I get it. But, um, guys, uh, if the pass rush can be as good as we think it can be, um, I think that's going to I think that's gonna, um, cover over a lot of wounds that we have in the, in the back end. So that's what I'm hoping for. Guys, like Ojalary, like Chris said, coming back, uh, Thibodeau, uh, you know, kind of reaching his potential and, and the monster camp that, that Lawrence and, and Williams are having, uh, that that's going to do a lot for the back end. So let's let's go easy on Robinson right now. I I, I get the concern, but um, 
you know, we'll, we'll see where that goes. But I, I just think a, a nice pass rush is going to we, we didn't we didn't have a we didn't have, you know, uh, pro bowlers in, in 2007. I'm not comparing that pass rush to this, but I'm just saying a, a good pass rush is going to is going to cover up a lot of uh, a lot of wounds. So that's it. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to tighten that up. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. You know, um, they play Cincinnati next week without Joe Burrow, and I don't know how long they're going to play their ones. And, and we'll see what happens, bro. You know, we'll see what happens. Because uh, there's nobody on the roster, you know, that's going to come to the rescue, you know. <laughs> right. So. right. What did that Rick Pitino say? Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, and Kevin McHale are not walking through that door. They're not walking through that door right now. So they got to tighten some stuff up, you know. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, so we'll podcast probably next Friday again. Another one a week from Friday. We'll go, Chris will give another camp update. So, yeah, they'll be you know they have practice Sunday, Monday, uh, yeah. Tuesday, Thursday. So a lot of practice, getting ready for the Bengals and you know getting some more work in. Uh, I believe the open practices are over, or they might be the last one Sunday, Jerry. Um, um, so I hope everybody you know, who went to training camp enjoyed it. You know, um, I think Sunday's the last one, dude, and then it's back to normal. You know, yeah. So went fast, bro. Went fast. Yeah, right. Good stuff, man. All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are giant days, baby. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye, everybody. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.